The following podcast is completely fictional. All of the characters, even those based on real people, are fictional. They are just impressions by a weird dude talking to himself for your enjoyment. Hola, bramigos. Hello, hello. It is Above the Dave. Welcome to another episode of the Lot Scene Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about my favorite versions of the song Crickets by the Disco Biscuits. I'm going to give my top five of what I consider to be five of the best versions with Alan O'Quinn. And I'm bringing out Jay Dead to give me his top five versions of Crickets with Sammy. And we're going to battle it out. After that, I am going to be speaking with Tom Marshall, first time visit to the podcast, alongside his BFF, Trey Anastasio. And finally, we are very excited to have come to the podcast a British producer and overall musical genius, Tipper, will be joining us in just a little bit. So slap on some patchouli and go get unruly. It's another episode of The The Lot Undoubtedly, one of the best Disco Biscuit songs in their entire catalog is the song Crickets, debuted in 2000 with the Triscuits and DJ Mauricio. This song quickly, by the end of 2000 and 2001, became an immediate powerhouse that has two epic potential peaking moments the first jam and the second jam, which is a big thing for the Disco Biscuits. They have many songs with multiple parts in the song that can produce a monster jam. And what's even sweeter about Crickets is that it is so effective, both in its natural state or inverted, where the band will jam into the peak, drop into the second jam, and then get back into the first jam going out into a new song. And we got plenty of both as we discuss the top 10 versions of crickets, five from the Sammy era and five from the Allen era. And to do that, I am bringing out a favorite of the Lot Scene podcast. You're probably not familiar with his 48th tier jam band tapioca pudding project, but you probably are familiar with him trolling nonstop on Fantasy Tour. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Jay Dead. Hey, what's going on? Jay, thank you for taking a, a moment from your busy, 
hectic 77th tier jam band schedule. I know it's very busy for you guys. So much going on with Tapioca Pudding Project. I just thank you for peeling yourself away from that grueling schedule. I mean, I wasn't going to come, but um, but my bandmates were like, no, just go on that podcast again. Just uh, remind people about the double bill uh, fish tour that we're doing. That's going to be just, just total flames. So if you're like in the neighborhood, just you know, come check us out. Pass the torch tour. Yeah, about that, Jay. We had Trey and Paige come on right after you guys. And they said that that was total bullshit, that you never talked to them about any type of tour, and that you didn't even speak to Paige and Trey backstage, and that Charlie soiled himself in front of them and didn't even say anything about that. Yeah, they probably would say that because they're freaking trash now, dude, so... Oh, yeah, Fish is fish is trash now, huh? Yeah, dude, been, been saying that forever. I mean, yeah. Like, they begged to have, you know, the double bill with uh, Tapioca Pudding Project this spring, and, and we were like, yeah, we'll give you a shot, you know, but obviously, you know, if they're going to talk smack, then we'll cancel the tour, you know, done deal. Jay, you never locked down a double bill with Fish. You're just lying to sound cool, to make your band sound bigger than they are. It's cool, man. You don't, you don't need to be fronting, dude. You can... You can be real. It's cool. It's cooler to be real than just be faking it all the time. And that's why I keep it real, you know? That's why I'm just, like, here to just tell the real story. Good. All right. Cool, cool, cool. And and the truth is, we played Trey and Paige, the new TPP track. Paige pissed his pants. And he was just so blown away by the performance that he peed himself. And we were like, damn, dude. And he was like, we can't follow that and they canceled the tour right then and there and so when they went out you're right yeah they didn't they just pretended uh it never happened but yeah they were just absolutely intimidated by just the fire jams jesus christ jay all right whatever man i'm gonna drop it but i i hope the best for your band i do you just don't need to lie and that's what i tell my supermodel girlfriend every single night above the dave when she's like damn jay that was like the best sex i've ever had and stuff And I'm like, baby girl, like, you said that last night. Like, no, she's like, no, daddy, for real. No cap. Tonight was the best of my life. And I'm like, shh, baby girl, get your beauty sleep. You know you got to shoot early in the morning on the beach and stuff or whatever. Jay, okay, we're getting off track here, man. I brought you on here so we could talk some disco biscuits. Yeah, they're trash now, but yeah, sure. What we're specifically talking about today is the song Crickets. Used to be a hot fire, now it's hot garbage, dude. Yeah, totally. Love that song. Used to. Well, let's kick this thing off. What do you say? Yeah, I guess. All right, you give me a Sammy Crickets, and I'll give you an Allen Crickets. How about that? Sure. As long as you're okay that your opinion is absolutely incorrect. But yeah, sure. I don't think that's how opinions work, but sure. What, what's your first top five Crickets pick? Well, let's just get it out of the way. 1229.01. Crickets into inverted Shelby into Crickets. Spewing hot lava all over the Roseland Ballroom. We have talked about 2001 earlier this season, and we definitely brought up this version of Crickets. Yeah, just the band was an absolute force. Um, everyone in attendance who was there said it was one of the best shows they've ever seen. They also said I was one of the handsomest dudes they saw at the show. What? Yeah, dude, I'm just just telling you what I heard. Well, yeah, I was I was there, and that one for sure has got to go down as one of the top Crickets of all time. Probably the best Crickets sandwich of all time. 
Yeah, well, actually, um, I had a pretty solid cricket sandwich in New Orleans uh, in 2003. So that's probably the sickest cricket sandwich I've ever had. Jay, I'm talking about the song Crickets. Yeah, the Roseland sandwich. It's probably going to be the best. But, I mean, compared to that cricket sandwich I had in New Orleans, uh, yeah, that's pretty much pretty trash. But Well, uh, okay, I see your Sammy pick. And I'm going to say a top five Allen Crickets. I got to put down 420 2009 it is a 32-minute epic crickets uh, that comes out of a show that is revered as one of the best Allen shows, 2.0 shows out there. And this crickets is one of the reasons why it is an epic, epic version. Don't know how it could be epic when it's from 2009. <laughs> Just an absolute garbage year. I mean, were you, were, were you even listening to the Disco Biscuits anymore at that point? I wasn't because they're you know, just unlistenable. So, all right, well, give me give me another one year crickets. Uh, this one we're gonna go two thousand, uh, November third, two thousand, fall two thousand tours. This is some early ass crickets. Yeah, and it's some fire ass crickets. Uh, this one's uh, just absolute beast early on, just in the first set, and uh, this song got people hooked pretty pretty damn quick in two thousand, and uh, yeah, just really took off. And uh, this one's just. Uh, just a beloved version. That it is. Yeah, November 3rd at Georgia Theater it was. Yeah, Tapioca's going to be there pretty soon. Oh, yeah? Did you uh, lock in any dates on that yet? Yeah, uh, we're working on it right now with our management, but, yeah, I'll get back to you on that. Yeah, please please do that. Um, all right, so, that's, that I mean, that's an excellent cricket. It's got a, if you haven't heard 11-3-2000, get on that. That's a, that's a great Sammy pick right there, Jay. Yeah, obviously. I'm going to stay in 2009 for my Allen pick. I'm going January 17th, 2009. Here's the thing. Set kicks off with a killing in the name. Rage Against the Machine, Jay. I mean, yeah, the Biscuits, uh, just a real trash version of it. Oh, yeah, did, do you prefer the Fish version? No, dude, I, I prefer the Rage Against the Machine version. Uh, yeah, I think Fish version's trash, Biscuits version's trash, so... But uh, yeah, tapioca. We're doing we're doing actually a really sick bulls on parade. So check that out. Yeah, I, I don't think we're gonna do that. Um, Killing in the name. This is one of the few, if not the only, version that the Disco Biscuits played that they jammed out of, and they just kept going. I actually was at this show. This is a wonderful show front to back. But this Killing in the name of Into Crickets, which also is 32 minutes long from how it's tracked here just absolute monster which then goes into king of the world this crickets is inverted for the record and so this will be my first inverted pick and then it jams into the industrial jam section of king of the world highly recommend the calvin theater january 17th 2009 and i definitely do not recommend that uh hot dumpster fire of crap i'm going with Another actual classic Disco Biscuits set, and that's going to be a Whiskey A Go-Go. Uh, that's going to be March 8th, 2002. This whole show's just straight flizzlamps, and if you don't know, then fucking you're a noob, and you should fucking listen to the show ASAP, you little bitch. Seriously, where have you been? You haven't listened to Whiskey A Go-Go? Yeah, that's the show that starts with the uh, Izzo Hova Jam. Sure does, yeah. And the uh, six Bengali that goes into the It's a Dead Man's Party jam. Uh, that's right, dude. Just legendary fucking jam right there. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is a must listen. I, I agree. 
And uh, the crickets, sick crickets, dude. It is a sick crickets. You're absolutely right. It's only 15 minutes long, I can see here, but it's a really sick version. Yeah, dude, well, it's not always about the length. Is, is that where you tell your supermodel girlfriend, Jay? What's her name, by the way? Uh, Katriania. Katriania? Yeah. Okay. All right, well, I hear you. That is a legendary show. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a freaking limb here. Yeah, that's what you've been doing the whole time. Garbage picks. Yeah, well, here's another one for you. It's another Crickets that's exceeding the 30-minute marker. And I'm pretty sure that's three for three for me. My 2.0 biscuits, they fucking jam. Uh, I am a firm believer that what is happening now is just as valid as what was happening 25 years ago. And there are versions of songs that are happening in these last few years that are going to go down as some of the best versions ever. I think uh, a, a top contender for 2022 for a song that really delivered was the version of crickets from the national richmond virginia march 10th 2022 opens the show and the biscuits like to do that from from time to time they'll just come out right out the gate open the show with just some insane heater that sometimes beats everything else from the rest of the show that does happen from time to time biscuits definitely like to start set strong crickets 30 minutes 33 seconds and it is just a super tight, super patient build. I mean, this first jam is longer than that entire crickets you just showed me, Jay. That's what we're talking about. It's We're talking patience and build and just really an epic crickets. And it's a 2022 pick coming from your boy ATD. That's right. Bold call here for you. Bold, wrong, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I mean, there's no way that it that a 2022 version of crickets is going to beat anything I've got here. Okay, well give me give me another Sammy epic then. I'll give you the Sammy epic right here. Okay. We're going Hammerstein Ballroom 1231 2004. Ooh, yeah. Okay. You do have me there. The frog legs into crickets. Epic frog legs into just uh, absolutely legendary crickets that well you can tell them, Jay. Yeah, well I mean eventually uh this was released as uh, its own little album, live album from the Disco Biscuits. So right there, you know, it's just on fire. And also the jam from Crickets eventually became what is now Minions. So, I mean, you know, hats off to that. Um, but I got to say that overall 2004 was absolutely just terrible trash. Uh, this was like, quote unquote, the last show with Sammy. But like this whole fucking year was just total trash. Uh, there's nothing to listen to except this New Year's. And yeah, the Crickets is straight flizz lames. And it just everyone's... You know, just busting a nut. If you can just, you can just hear it in the odds. You know, just, I, I actually prefer the odds to the soundboard on this one, just so I can hear everybody cream in their pants, because, you know, the shit was hot fire. Yeah, I was in attendance for this one, and holy shit, this show absolutely delivers. Do agree with you, 2004 is totally weak. Oh, I'm glad we can agree on that. Just total trash. Well, yeah, and except that, this New Year's at the Hammerstein Ballroom is a legendary Disco Biscuit show, which... I don't know if they have available on Nugs, but uh, listen listen to that uh, live album version. Yeah, so pretty much right there. That's pretty much like the best cricket, so I don't think you're really going to beat that one. That was some 2022 bullshit. Well, I mean, that is an epic version. I will give you that. I'm not trying to compete on what is better, Sammy or Alan. I think they're all valid is all I'm saying. And just to add to that, again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick one here that is incredibly unique. I'm going with a version of crickets that is... I think the longest version in existence, again, length doesn't matter, Jay, but this Crickets clocks in at over 57 minutes. It is part of a three-song set that is from 
December 13th, 2019. I touched on this show when I was talking about the end of 2019, a few episodes ago. And here it is. This Crickets comes out of an insane mindless dribble that is also clocking in at 30 minutes. And then Crickets goes on for 57 minutes. The first jam is absolutely so splendid it's a it's an inverted crickets and then i'll say this this is in the peak of the tractor beam jamming arpeggiating guitar play from barber and while i do wish he would jump into this sometimes from time to time just to throw us off just go into this weird tractor beam style jamming i will admit that this particular crickets if you listen to it it is 57 minutes long But a good reason for that is that somewhere in the first jam, which is, by the way, coming out uh, after this is an inverted version. So it's really technically the it's really the second jam of this crickets, but it's the actual the first jam is 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 going into a variety of the tractor beam songs. So it's almost like a medley uh, from where they are jumping from one tractor beam song to another that they you know those themes that they were doing those Carl Cox songs and and whatnot they they were busting out that we kind of became more and more familiar with over those coming months it is going to be tying in that tractor beam stuff so this one though just for the the fact that it's an hour long is worth a listen and really what the tractor beam stuff is cool and it's definitely if you're not familiar with it is gonna you're gonna be like holy shit what is happening but that first jam that comes out of dribble that is absolute beauty and worth a listen to wow i don't think i've ever heard someone be more wrong about anything uh that version must suck uh-huh to like the three people who listen to this podcast can i just say like right off the bat like i am so sorry that like this dude is like the host because this guy's fucking clearly no idea what he's talking about has no idea what he's talking about the biscuits Let someone who's who was there for like three times the amount of shows that he was back then to like tell you how it really was all right, Jay, cool. Well, uh, give us your last of the Sammy picks, please. Well, yeah, I think I'm going to surprise you as well with this one. Okay. Because really, I stopped listening to the Biscuits, like, even before, like, 2004, pretty much. But, like, I'd, I'd listen to some, some fire shows for sure. But, you know, by 2005, it was, like, it's like it was just this, like, waiting period where, like, Sammy, like, kind of was in the band, but kind of wasn't. And, like, Sammy, like, Alan wasn't in the band yet, but, like... 2005 was just total hot trash. It was maybe the worst year in the Disco Biscuits history. It was just absolute trash. I'll agree with you on that. Yeah, but I'll say this. Once again, there was a diamond in the trash. And that show is the Sonar Lounge, 5-27-2005. For some reason, the boys decided to just, like, not suck this night. So, yeah, they brought the heat, um, including just an insane Plan B into Crickets, into Shemrabu. And, yeah, I'd have to... Say that your 57-minute bullshit version, tractor beam, blah, 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 like, that sounds fucking terrible. You want real patient jamming? 5-27-2005 at the Sonar Lounge? Um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll admit, like, 2005's trash, but this show's fucking straight flips of the names. Dude, that's a great, great call. I, Jay, I will, uh, definitely am a fan of this show. A lot of people talk about the first set, uh, of this show, but yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, this Crickets is front to back just beautiful. I think it's technically an unfinished version of Crickets. They don't fully finish it out. They go into Shemra. But yeah, I mean, especially that first jam, just the, you are right, just the most patient, epic build on that first jam. Pretty, pretty damn flawless. 
Yeah, it's all right to be wrong about the day. Yeah, it's it's really no big deal. Well, again, it's opinions, Jay. And I do think your opinion of the top five crickets in the Sammy era is solid. Solid work, man. We give it up. That was that was good work. Wish I could say the same. What's your what's your last pick anyway? Fucking 2023. <laughs> yeah, no, well, uh, it's not. I'm actually gonna take it back closer to your last show. We're going 2006. And again, I'm gonna hit you, Jay, with a 30 plus minute version of crickets that is also inverted. So, I mean, my versions, just crushing your versions. Every single one of my crickets is over 30 minutes. Just throwing it out there again, people. I know that it's just a time marker, 15-minute version, 30-minute version, but all of mine are straight heaters, this one, and all of my picks over 30 minutes long. Yeah, your fans probably wish this podcast was 12 minutes long. Okay. Well, I'm talking about 12.09.2006 at the Independent, was that San Francisco? Yeah, uh, TPP will be there. I'm, dude, come on, no need to lie. I mean, yeah, not lying, but dates aren't locked in yet. I'm sure. This is a another really great show, but yeah, the inverted crickets coming out of a Memphis and going into a inverted digital Buddha, which is fantastic. Uh, both jams are absolutely incredible. This is, in my opinion, a top five crickets with Alan. And that's it. Those are my top five right there. So, I mean, I got 2006, 2019, 2022, 2009, and another 2009. Yeah, and again, if you want to listen to, like, a really solid five versions of the song Crickets, uh, take my recommendations. They're all they're all straight scorchers, dude. That they are, Jay. Really great work. And again, people also, if you want to hear the top five versions uh, that I believe are uh, of Crickets that are with Alan, please listen to the ones that I threw out there. I'm sure that we forgot plenty of great versions of crickets. I know we did, but uh, I thought it would be fun for us to take a trip down memory lane. I'm going to go take a trip down memory lane. And by that, I mean I'm going back to my supermodel girlfriend. We're going to, like, bang all night. Oh, Cat- Catriania? Yeah, that's right. Well, I know you're a big rock star now, Jay, so I'll let you bounce. But uh, thank you for coming on to the podcast. We do appreciate your expertise on old school biscuits. Yeah, well, again... Happy to be here. Happy to talk about when the biscuits weren't trash. Check out Tapioca Pudding Project. Every single version of every song we do is better than any version of Crickets ever. Catch us on tour. Give it up for Jay Dead. Okay, our next guest on the podcast today are best friends. One is a guitar player for Fish, and the other is the songwriter for Fish. Ladies and gentlemen, Let's bring them out here, Trey Anastasio and Tom Marshall. All right, guys. Trey, nice to see you again. <laughs> hey, hey, how you doing about the day? Good, I'm doing well. Tom, finally, man, uh, nice to meet you. I saw you. Oh, yeah? With a ticket stub in your hand. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Tom, you become the writer for one of the biggest bands ever. Like, what is what is that like, man? Consumed me and strengthened my will to appease. The passion that sparked me one terrible night and shocked and persuaded my soul to ignite. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Tom works really, really hard. And, uh, yeah, he's always writing uh, for himself and for Fish. Yeah, I mean, he's really the heart and soul of Fish. Oh, wow. Pebbles and marbles, like words from a friend. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, really good friend. 
So true. So, Tom, you've been friends your whole life with Trey. Did you know you would be doing this all the way back when you were just kids? I mean, I'll just say this now. I mean, Tom was against this for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we kept begging him and begging him, you know, trying to get him. Trying to, Come on, man. You know, <laughs> and he wouldn't do it. He's like, come on, ride for fish, you know. You know, he'd ride for fun, but, you know, it took him a while to finally get him and take him more seriously. <laughs> That's kind of a funny story. Yeah. The trick was to surrender to the flow. Ah, got it, got it. I got you, Tom. So, man, you seem like, I don't know, you guys are just like both just like really fun and like funny dudes. Laughing all these many years, we've pushed through hardships, tasted tears. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tom, if you didn't become the songwriter for Fish, I mean, what do you think you would have done with your life? Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know. I would choose my own religion, worship my own spirit. Oh, I didn't know you were a religious man. Concepts I'll ponder and concepts I won't ever see. God is not one of these, former or latter. Which did you think I meant? Oh, well, I mean, I'm sure there's a higher being myself. I, I didn't know how faithful you were to one, though. And what's the return on the faith I've provided? I think that I know now, but I haven't decided. <laughs> totally. So, I mean, kind of circling back, you, you, so you aren't sure what kind of profession you would have, though. Don't want to be an actor, pretending on the stage. Don't want to be a writer with my thoughts out on the page. Don't want to be a painter, because everyone comes to look. Don't want to be anything where my life's an open book. Well, it sounds like you know what you don't want to be, but uh, I guess it's good you're, you're Fish's songwriter. I mean, that's, that's pretty cool for you. Having Trey Anastasio, I mean, he's, he's one of your best friends, right? Keep what's important and know who's your friend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've been friends since we were like little kids. You were eight and I was nine. Do you know what happened then? Do you know why we're still friends? Yeah, I mean, we definitely caused a whole bunch of trouble like in our teenage years. <laughs> yeah, We were little rascals, definitely just, you know, playing the music and getting in trouble. And we drank a little wine. Oh, man, I'd love some juicy, scandalous Trey and Tom story right now. And not until my dying day. Confess what I have seen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, we got a funny story or two, I'm sure. Um, yeah, I remember one time uh, we took our bikes out to this uh, construction site. We were, it was back in, in Jersey, and we were, there was like a new home being built. And so me and Tom were just riding these BMX bikes in this, uh, like, this, like, plot where they haven't built the home yet. And we were, like, making jumps and stuff. And we would fly off these jumps yeah, and uh, <laughs> and we would uh, ride these bikes and just fly off these jumps. And uh, boy, we got like we were, we had a bunch of candy, and uh, and that's when Tom he found a cigarette, and uh, and we started we smoked our first cigarette out in this uh, where like no one was. We were like on our in our neighborhood though. Man, and uh, I remember I got like really sick. I thought I, I mean, we smoked the cigarette. And I got this terrible headache, and uh, <laughs> I think I like almost threw up. And, uh, but Tom, Tom got, like, way worse than me. <laughs> God! Yeah, because, uh, sorry, sorry, Tom. I, I just remember this, but, uh, yeah, we, we both smoked a cigarette. I had this, like, terrible headache. And, uh, but Tom, he, like, smoked, yeah, after he smoked it, he, he had to walk away because he got the smoke all in his face and he couldn't see. And he just, 
and he just stepped in the biggest pile of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just stepped in a huge pile of shit, and uh, just we came home smelling of, smelling of smoke and shit. Yeah, my mom was so pissed. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she said me and Tom couldn't hang out. Oh man, that's that's uh, that's a cool story. So Tom, when you aren't writing, what do you do? The circus is the place for me. With bears and clowns and noise. Oh, nice. Do you go there with friends? It's not an experience if you can't bring someone along. So you seek out circuses and check them out? Is that what you're saying? Was it for this my life I sought? Maybe so. And maybe not. Is it like your dream to own a circus? A dream, it's true. But I'd see it through. (laughs) Yeah. Trey, do you think he should open his own circus? Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a funny start. It's a really good question. Uh, it's a really, really good question about the name. Oh, okay. I was just trying to keep the conversation going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, we talked about it. It's it's really, oh, gosh. Oh, that's a really good question. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's got so much talent. You know, Tom's just one of the most talented people I know. And, uh, you know, he's got all this money. <laughs> For, for writing all those fish songs, so I don't, you know, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, I bet he, I bet he could. He's got just so much talent, so much money, and uh, you know, he, he can do anything. You know, I ain't got that, but I sure got some powerful pills. <laughs> yeah. So, Tom, you have written so many songs with Trey. What is your favorite? It doesn't matter to me. No. Oh, come on! Don't be rude. Come on, Tom. Answer his question. <laughs> yeah, Tom, have some manners. But no one has taught that to me yet. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> oh, Tom. Oh, Tom. It's knock- you're knocking over Trey's coffee over here. I think that this exact thing happened to me just last year. It's true. Yeah, he did this last year. No hard feelings, Tom. No, I, we're cleaning it up. No big deal. I got some napkins right here. I'd have myself to blame. No, no, no. Truly, friend. It's all good. It's all right. Don't blame it on yourself. <laughs> Because when I screw up once, I do it two more times. That's true. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> Let's get this show on the road. Oh, you guys are leaving? The time is near. The mission's clear. Oh, time is near? You got, so you guys are heading out? It takes a few moments of whirling around before your feet finally leave the ground. Yeah, I mean, we do tend to take a long time to leave. <laughs> really long goodbyes, yeah. Well, I don't want to hold you two up. I know you're very busy guys. I'll see you soon. We'll hang out soon. Now I'm gone and I'll never look back again. I'm gone and I'll never look back at all. You know I'll never look back again. All right, Tom. Pleasure meeting you, man. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Set the gear shift for the high gear of your soul. That I will do. Trey, always a pleasure, man. I will talk to you soon as well. All right. Bye. I'm going to grab another coffee backstage now. Yeah, yeah, grab a coffee in the green room. All right. (laughs) All right, thanks, Dave. Whatever you do. Take care of your shoes. I know. I was going to say wear an umbrella. It's raining outside. Oh, shit. Thanks, Tom. All right. Give it up for Tom Marshall and Trey Anastasio, everybody. Okay, our final guest of the show. He is a first-timer as well onto the podcast. He is a critically acclaimed wizard of electronic music and creating so much stuff. Incredible ambient music to just super complicated heavy bass music and trip hop. I mean, this guy is 
a certified genius, really, when it comes to music production. And we are so pumped to to pick this guy's brain. So let's bring him out here. Coming all the way from Britain, we have the one, the only, Tipper. All right, good to be here, fellas, ladies. I'm sorry, I thought you'd have a British accent. A British accent? I'm from Baltimore, baby. I can if you need me to. I'm from Baltimore. <laughs> no, no, I don't need you to. I just confused because I was looking. Are you, you're Tipper, right? No. Are you? Are you a DJ? Are you a DJ? Who are you? Oh yeah, I'm DJ. DJ JD. DJ JD. That's right. So fellas, take out those dollar dollar bills and get ready because I'm bringing out my first girl. She's fine and looking for a good time. Everybody, give it up for Dakota. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. Holy shit, what is happening right now? Why is there a stripper walking across my studio? You said your name is DJ JD? That's right, DJ JD. Baltimore's number one strip club DJ. Oh, you're a stripper DJ. All right, fellas, when you hear this song, it's going to be Half Off Dances. That's right, Half Off Dances, when you hear this tune, fellas. So find your lady and let her take you back to a VIP booth. Okay, yeah, hold on one second. Vinny. 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 Hey, 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 boss. Vinny, hey. You know why I brought you out here? Honestly, boss, I know I got this one right. Oh, you're, you're convinced. Okay. So, Vinny, I asked you to get the DJ Tipper. And you brought me... Tipper, who the fuck is... There ain't no DJ named Tipper, no. Listen, I, I thought you said you wanted a stripper DJ. So I got you the best stripper DJ in Baltimore. This guy, DJ JD, oh, this is the best of the best right here. All right, fellas. Sit on those drinks. Make sure you visit Kaylee over at the bar. But without further ado, let's bring out your next girl. I hope you like Latinas. Give it up for Violet. Hey, hey, Bobby Dave. Hi, Benny. Hey, what's up, Dutz? Hey, Violet. Oh, she's fine, huh? Yeah, uh, I don't know why our studio has turned into a strip club. This is not what I asked for. I wanted to speak with the musical prodigy, the, the wizard that is Tipper. I don't fucking know no Tipper. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, you don't know a lot of these guys. Uh, so you have to look it up and realize that Tipper is not the same word as stripper. There's a lot of DJs out there, boss, and I don't think stripper DJs get enough credit. You know, they, people just think that they just bring out the girls. But I mean, no, they're really good at their job. That may be true, Vinny, but what do strip club DJs have anything to do with champions? Probably about as much as this weird Tipper guy. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, he's not the most jammy guy, but I mean, his music is, you know, complicated and psychedelic in its own respect. And I think that's kind of what we're looking to do. We're trying to, I mean, the jam music can be a lot of things. And, you know, it doesn't always have to be some guy shredding a guitar. It can, it can be in the form of uh, a really experimental DJ producer, like a, like a Spangle or something like that. Is he a strip club DJ? No, he's not. He's another smart British dude. I ain't never been over to England, you know. But in Baltimore, DJ JD, he's the king, boss. Well, I'm so happy to be in the presence of royalty. All right, give it up for Violet. Coming up next, fellas, 
You love her, I love her, we all love her. It's Asia. Hey, Asia. Okay, well, uh, all right, well, fuck. I guess we have no tipper. Damn, Vinny, you really blew it this week, man. I was excited to talk to Tipper. Honestly, I like, as excited as you were to talk to like Bob Weir or whatever. No, no, I wasn't that excited, but you know, try to if you could try to get the actual producer, maybe we'd have him on sometime. Again, boss, yeah, of course, I will. I'll do my best. I am truly sorry for this mishap, but I mean we do have really a wonderful DJ here. If you could just give him a shot. Alright, cuz. Cuz? What do you mean cuz? That's my Uncle Vinny. Thanks, Uncle Vinny. Uncle Vinny is my fucking nephew right here above the day. Oh, okay. All right. It's a family affair, huh? You said get stripper DJ, so I said get tipper the DJ. But, dude, whatever. It's all good. I'll talk to your nephew or whatever. For a couple minutes, I guess. All right. All right, boss. All right, JD. See you later, Uncle. Uncle's leaving the stage. Fellas, give it up. The uncle's going backstage. DJ JD, um, really original name. Is that your name or something, JD? That's right, it's JD. So how long have you been a strip club DJ, JD? I've been doing it seven months. Seven months, that's it, huh? What'd you, like, just get out of college? High school. Did you even know how to DJ when you started this job, or? No, I just talk like this. Excuse me. Oh, sure. All right. Fellas, get those dollar dollar bills up and in the air for this next newbie to the stage. First timer, get a taste of Marco. Marco, what are you doing? I need, I need the money. Marco, looking good. All right, fellas, make it rain. Thank you. Thank you. Come on. Marco can dance. Um, anyway, so... So you didn't know how to DJ, and now you, you play music and the girls come on stage. I mean, I would think a perk of being a, a DJ for a strip club is you get just hanging out with all the hot babes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The babes love JD. Oh, do they? When I have cocaine. Otherwise, they don't talk to me. Have you slept with any of the strippers? The question is, have I not slept with any of the strippers? <laughs> okay, have you not slept with any of the strippers? I have. All of them. Okay. Well, that sucks. But maybe, maybe someday they'll let, they'll let you hit it. Probably not. All right, fellas, give it up for Marco, first timer in the stage. Oh, Marco, get it. Oh, baby. All right, another first timer coming straight from the bathroom, fellas. She is sexy and she's willing to do anything for her cash. It's Sally. Oh, she's a Sally. Oh. Oh, yeah. We need to pay our staff here? I guess she's not actually technically staff, so... She can do whatever she wants. Get that money, girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, DJ JD, you uh-huh. are not the guest I thought I was going to have. But, um... You happy being a strip club DJ? Oh, yeah. All my friends come to the club. They think I'm so cool. Did you always know you wanted to be a strip club DJ? No, but the owner of the club came to me with a gun to my head and said, your father owes us tens of thousands of dollars, and you got to make it up to us. So I took the job. Oh, okay. So you were pretty much forced into this to pay off your father's debt? That's right, fellas. 
Don't be shy. Let the singles fly. Damn, that's rough. Yep, you don't want to fuck with Morris Mulberry. Oh shit, Morris Mulberry. You know him? Yeah, that's the Godfather. Ice Cold Larry told me he owns some clubs. Yeah, he's owned, he owns a bunch in Philly, a bunch in Baltimore, a bunch in New York. He says if I get better, I can start DJing in New York City. Well, that's something to be pumped about. All right, fellas, you hear that song? That means half off dances in the VIP room. Grab a girl and have a great time. No, most of this podcast. And also ghosts. Does anyone out there want to take Marco to the VIP room? Looks like we got a hungry fella back there. Oh, hello. Not bad. Uh, excuse me about the day. Yeah, JD? Your, your chair is the VIP room. My desk? This is the VIP room? He's going to dance on my chair? Gross. Yeah, yeah, this is the VIP room. Okay, well, then uh, I'm going to just wrap this up, and then Marco can do his little private dance. All right, fellas. Grab a girl, grab a guy, and come on back. It's VIP half off. Also, check out the buffet Sundays, 12 to 4 p.m. Now coming to the stage, it's Roxy. Okay, this is getting a little out of control here. I'm going to just wrap this up. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for DJ JD, I guess. And I want to thank all my guests for coming on to today's podcast, including Jay Dead, Tom Marshall, and Trey Anastasio. Next week, I am going to be talking about my second fish show. I've only been to maybe one, maybe two legendary fish shows. And my second show, I was spoiled rotten. I got to go to Madison Square Garden, 1230, 1997. And I want to talk a little bit about it. After that, we are going to talk to the oldest hippie dude that you see at the jam band show and just kind of check in on him and his pulse. After that, we are getting a return visit from the Unts. That's right, one of season one's favorite characters is back and he's going to explain to us that special thing called Blisco. And finally, very excited to have Mahali from Twiddle. He's here the next week and he's going to be playing us some brand new solo songs now that Twiddle is splitting up soon. All of that and more next week. Thank you so much for listening. Find us on Instagram. Tell your friends about it. Leave a review. Holy shit, that would be amazing if you could hit me with a with a five star and leave a review anywhere and everywhere. That would be so helpful. Uh, thank you again for listening. I have been your host, Above the Dave, and this has been The Lot Scene. <laughs>